We're doing it live, people. Holy shit. Whoop. What? What? This is going to go on the main feed in like nine months. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Dueling Genre. Hello, and welcome back to Second Breakfast, Jing, the uh, weekend edition for... The uh, not-quite-so-regular weekend edition of Lord of the Rings Minute. I was going to say the glorious Phoenix return of, you know, <laughs> our weekend edition for Lord of the Rings Minute. I am your host that's rapidly getting tipsy, Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Norman Mitchell, and I can hold my beer pretty well. Yeah. Especially by comparison. Whatever. Oh my god, you know what's... Okay, hang on one second. Um, so, what are we talking about today? The theatrical edition of Return of the King. So, if you are listening to this from our Patreon feed, thank you very much. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, and you know that we just went on hiatus from Two Towers. But the theatrical release, the 15th anniversary of the theatrical release of Return of the King is, like, the 17th. So we wanted to do this um, to mirror the one that we did last year. And if you are listening to this from the main feed, fear not, mortals. Uh, we will return in, like, a month. So that's good news. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this on the main feed, we are we're getting ready to release Return of the King. Yes. Extended. On, on the main feed. But, um... This movie is long. Just the theatrical. It's so long. It... Uh, Three hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, wait, how long is this? And Norman was like, oh, it's 200 minutes. And I was just like, oh my god. It's the extended edition of Fellowship of the Ring. That's what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. They put it so, in the DVD... I hit display we to will, look at the time, uh, and I was just like, oh, wow. We will be here for a while in the main feed. But for today, we're talking about the theatrical, which I have never seen before. And as of this recording, we have not started our Return of the King Extended Edition notes because I want to live my life. Um, <laughs> I want to enjoy this mediocre apple cider that I have in my hand. So uh, as of this, we haven't started watching the extended edition since we started on our journey um and i really like this theatrical edition i think it's the best of the three of the theatricals yeah oh for sure seeing this in the i remember seeing this in the theater because i saw this in theater three times mm. and there's only there's only a couple of things that i actually miss from the extended edition because i feel like they give a little bit stronger context to a couple moments in the movie. Yeah. Which is the the moment in the extended where, like, Denethor sees Boromir behind Faramir. Mm. And, like, Denethor kind of freaks out about it a little. Well, I don't know. I watched this in two chunks, not by design, by accident. Um, and it was palatable. I hadn't, like, sat down to watch a movie in a while. Just, like, watch a movie. Yeah, this is a fast uh, three hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Especially after two hours. <laughs> like, this this theatrical edition is paced really, really well. Yes. I'm, I really only miss uh, the Mouth of Sauron. Yep. I absolutely... I think it gives greater context to the four Frodo thing. Yeah. And 
Oh, shit, what was the other thing? The, um... I got distracted by Saruman's remembering... Saruman's death? Yes, yes, Saruman. I got distracted by remembering uh, that my... One of my favorite moments is not in the theatrical, where Gimli and Legolas have that drinking contest. Because uh, yep. I was going to make a, a reference to it, and then I was just like, wait, that wasn't in the movie. No, it wasn't. They skip right by it. <laughs> they just... They just show Aragorn drinking of Eowyn's cup. Yes. Um, we we will talk about that in a future episode. But I, I think that moment works. That moment and then the moment where they're about to head to the camp works so much better to establish the same feeling as the but because they love you moment from Two Towers. Well, that's why it wasn't in the theatrical of Two Towers. Yeah. But like it establishes that same feeling so much better. So do we want to go, like, what did you, what did you think upon rewatching this? Uh, one of the things that really stands out to me, because it's not, like, I acknowledge, I always acknowledge the performance is really strong, but until I watch the movie again, I always forget just how strong Denethor's first scene in this movie is. Mm. It's so, like, John Noble's performance as Denethor, especially in that first scene with Gandalf when he's sitting there in the throne with the horn. Yeah. Is... It's really like, jarring out of what's going on in the movie. And then to see this this old man like sitting here like, have you come to tell me why my son has died? Mm-hmm. And Gandalf is totally just, I, um, I wasn't prepared to have this conversation. <laughs> Whoops. And Pippin. My B. And then we get the, we get the flashback of Boromir Day. <laughs> Which I did not want to see. Uh, and then Pippin steps forward and he's just like, he gave his life to protect my own. And I swear service to you as it is to repay that debt. Like, Mm -hmm. that's Pippin being incredibly noble and short-sighted, but incredibly noble. He's only three feet tall. What do you want from him? Badoomch. (laughs) Badoomtish. But I I just kind of forget how powerful that first moment with Denethor really is. Mm -hmm. John Noble's performance is really good. And he's maybe, I think he's got like 20 minutes of screen time. If that. If that. But we've been talking about him for, like, hours, it feels like. But his performance is so memorable. Yeah. John Noble is amazing in this movie, and mm-hmm. he eats up the screen whenever he's on it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, f- I know that there's more around the burning of Faramir thing that I think got caught. I think those scenes are extended some. Uh, I'm, I can't remember specifics because I have a hard time, without watching it, separating out some of the scenes that just have extra stuff in them. Yeah. But, like, stuff that's just missing... Is the the mouth of Sauron, and the drinking contest, the Saruman. death of Saruman, and I'm sure there's a few other things too. Yeah. Um, Aragorn looking into the Palantir. Yeah. Isn't it the extended? Uh, and I've always liked that scene because it's just th- I'm coming for you. <laughs> you hear that? Like it's a really good. And you know what? So this is something we're probably going to talk about in more detail in the like when we get there. Oh, I don't doubt it. But they they set they kind of set up that moment with no payoff in the theatrical. By having Aragorn grab the Palantir when Pippin has it. Yeah. And he, like, and he immediately drops it. it. Yeah. And it makes Aragorn look weaker than Pippin in that moment. I don't think Because Pippin so. is holding on to it for a while. Aragorn is holding on to it for like less than a second. I think Pippin is holding on to it because he's compelled to. Maybe. I don't think that's a measure. But Aragorn of... faints. <laughs> Aragorn goes unconscious. Legolas catches him under the armpits like a dainty lass. Does he? Yes. I know Pippin faints. Yeah, Aragorn faints too. Oh. And then the Palantir rolls a across dainty the dainty lass. And then the Palantir rolls rolls across the floor, and 
Gandalf throws a cloak over it. Gandalf's like, oh, God. But, uh, so, like, Pippin in this movie is kind, is established better throughout it than the rest of the supporting cast, because this is his character arc for the trilogy. Like, this is, this is Pippin's stuff. What do you mean? Um, we don't, especially in the theatrical. Like, there, there's, like, no character development for Gimli or Legolas in the theatrical edition of the movie. Uh, not that there's a whole lot of character development for them in general, really. Yeah. Mary's character development is... Happened. Happened. And he doesn't, like, change anymore across this movie. He's established in who he's going to be, like, for the rest of his life. He's here to do this stuff. Uh, he wants to fight because he understands the big picture now. And he's driven to, like, want to be a part of the battle. Right. So there's there's all of that with with Mary. But Pippin, there's a there's a really cool mirroring that I don't know if I've ever picked up on it in the same way. We open this movie seeing how Gollum got the ring from Deagle. And we get that shot again of Deagle picking the ring up out of the water. Right. And then not... Ten minutes later, in the theatrical, Pippin, Pippin grabs the Palantir, Palantir out of the water. Yeah. He sees a sparkle in the water and goes after it. Right. Like, that's a pretty cool, like, mirroring of things. Because this is also an object of evil and temptation. Yeah. But isn't established very well as that in the theatrical version of the movie. Because, because we also don't get the reveal of Denethor having one. I don't remember if, if Saruman has it in the theatrical of Fellowship. I think he does. Yes, I think he does. And in so the, we haven't seen that object in two movies. Two movies. No, it's in Two Towers. Uh, Saruman has his hand over it when he does that monologue about the Union. Oh of the two yeah, towers. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in Two Towers. But, but for in like the, in the extended the edition, briefest of moments, like in the theatrical, we don't know how it got down here. In the extended, it's because Wormtongue pitched it off the side. Right after he throws Saruman to his death. No, he threw it out beforehand. He's just like throwing stuff at the trees. Oh yeah, and it's a palantir, and then Saruman's just like, "What the hell?" I get to use one of my favorite words in the English language this season. Uh, defenestration. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So like. That's a cool mirroring, like, right in the beginning of the movie that tells us immediately that this object is evil, mm. but also, like, cements the inquisitive nature of hobbits. Right. Also, prosthetic Gollum looks way creepier than CG oh Gollum. Oh my god, I forgot about how visceral, like, the that opening scene is. <laughs> For some reason, I think... It's the teeth. I feel like in the rated R cut of Lord of the Rings, which, for the record, I do not want, but... I feel like in the, like, super violent cut of Lord of the Rings, instead of Smeagol choking Deagle, it's Smeagol, like, bashing his head in with a rock. And, like, that's what I had, like, somehow remembered in my head, and I'm just like, that can't be right. They can't show that in a PG-13 no, movie. No, He chokes him. And it's pretty visceral. Yeah, but I, I don't know, like, choking someone to me also is, like, feels like a way more personal death. Well, yeah, because you're doing it with your hands. Yeah, and you're like watching it happen. No, I'm good. So yeah, there's, like, that first scene is is dark. It gets dark real fast. And the, I don't like the prosthetics. I actually kind of do. It's creepy. But they are very creepy. But I kind of do, and I like that last moment where it transitions his eyes from the prosthetic to the digital. Oh, I didn't like that. But we'll talk about it. I like that, because I... <laughs> 
I, I think that's a really good, like, shorthand for, like, the transformation being complete. Mm. Like, for them, him being, like, irredeemably changed by the ring. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I, Pippin's, Pippin's growth through this movie is, one, incredibly easily tracked the way the movie is put together. Yes. Because it, it starts so quickly in the movie. Mm-hmm. I love his Indiana Jones move. I know, that's what I thought of, too. I love that Gandalf sleeps with his eyes open. It's so creepy. <laughs> Just, it's all great. It's all great. But Pippin, Pippin's character development across this movie is really, really engaging and really fun. And I like that he, too, has that, you know, all is lost, you know, what am I going to do, Gandalf moment, like Frodo does in Fellowship. Mm-hmm. The And that's when Gandalf says, this is one of the things that made me, makes me tear up when I watch this movie, too, is what Gandalf says to Pippin there. When they're looking out. When they're, like, on, on that balcony, balcony, both just yeah. kind of crouched after the battle has really started. Uh-huh. And Pippin's just like, I don't want to die. What I don't, Like, I don't I don't want it to be over. And Gandalf's like, it's not. And then the, the mist parts away, the uh, and all becomes, like, silver glass. And then you see it. Yeah. White shores. It's a really, like, touching moment between Gandalf and Pippin. Mm-hmm. I'm tearing up. Because, like, Gandalf really loves Pippin, too. He loves all the hobbits. I know, but he's so hard on Pippin, and Pippin's such a, like, a Pippin sweet... needs someone to be hard on him. <sighs> he makes so many mistakes. That mistakes are how you grow. Yeah, and Gandalf wants him to grow. But Gandalf, like, Gandalf is so Fool, hard on t- him. You are one of the most inquisitive hobbits. It's so sad. It's so sad. I I will be defending Pippin throughout this entire movie. But he takes Pippin to safety. Like, yeah. Gandalf cares so much about Pippin because he's the baby. But then, like, he's like, this is no place for a hobbit. Bitch, you freaking took him here. <laughs> don't speak of Boromir's death. Uh, don't say anything about Frodo. Uh, don't don't, don't Don't mention Aragorn either. Actually, on second thought, don't open your mouth. Like... Don't say anything. <laughs> it's really funny. Yes. And then the first thing Pippin does is swear his service to Denethor. I mean... It's perfect. It's such a... It's such a well-set-up moment. It's like like a perfect pitch, and then the... Boonk, home run. It's just so well done. I, I've always loved that whole sequence of scenes from... Show them the meaning of haste all the way through Pippin swearing his service. The the shot of Gandalf riding up the streets of Minas Tirith... Yeah. ...is so good. So good. Also, I forgot how super badass, like, the tumor-covered orc is. I feel bad for all those pedestrians that are just trying to live their lives that day. Jumping out of the way. We have so many extras to point out in Return of the King. Oh, man, it's going to be so fun. So many. It's going to be so fun. There's just, there's so many extras in Gondor that are, like, well, extra. Extra. (laughs) Dude, okay, so, on my personal Twitter account, I tweeted this while I was watching the movie, but I was just, like... Every single person in this movie is a dramatic bitch, and I love it so much. I'm so here for it. Because, like, it- it, Fat Hobbit is so polite. It feels different than the first two, for some reason. All three movies are structured a little differently. Well, not even the structure, just, like, the energy of it. It just feels different. And maybe that's because we've been just, like, in the trenches of Two Towers for so, like, a year. Yeah. Aragorn has this, like, desperate energy the whole movie. Oh, God, it's so hot. (laughs) Like, Aragorn has a real desperate energy through, like, most of this movie that he doesn't have. It's amazing. In the same way in Two Towers and Fellowship. Oh, my God. So, like, previous to this... Like, Ranger Aragorn. Top tier Aragorn. No, my friends. Top tier Aragorn is- It is not this day! No, not even it is not this day. It's- It is 
Aragorn at the Black Gate in that armor pre, like, testosterone-filled speech. Because, like, that manic energy that he has is, like, still a little quiet and contained, but he has this confidence and this swagger after, like, defeating this ghost army and, like, subjecting them to his will. And he's just like, yeah, I'm ready to kick some ass and drink some milk and I'm all out of milk. Like, yeah, but, like, the single most badass shot in the whole movie is the the orc general watching the catapult stone come and taking one step out oh of the way. Oh, my God. And then he spits on it. <laughs> it's just, ugh, that right there, that is, that is a power move. This that is... guy's just like, I am the alpha orc. Screw you. <laughs> I love that they're hucking bits of the city at yeah. them. How'd they get that in there? I think there's historical context. There's historical, like, basis for some of that. Okay. Using the ruins created by your opponent's siege to, like, throw back at them with your catapults. Oh, my God. That's awesome. But, like, how did they lift it into the catapult? I don't know. Gandalf? Just levitation? Yeah. I only have six levitation spells, you guys. You gotta make this work. <laughs> What else did I write down? There's also, like, there's, like, so little Faramir. I, like, stopped writing notes because I was just enjoying the movie. And I think that... There's also, there's at least two Wilhelm screams. Yeah, okay, see, that's... Maybe three, but there's at least two. I thought I was going crazy, and I'm glad you confirmed that because I wrote that down. I'm just like, okay, there are at least two distinct ones that happen. And there, both, there might be two that happen, like, back to back. They're both, like, Gondorian soldiers, so they're not elves this time, but, like... We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. There's only one elf in combat in this entire movie. Legolas. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. There's only one elf fighting. Yeah. I love that it opens with yet another bad underwater sequence, which we'll talk about. Yet another <laughs> bad underwater sequence. Hat trick. Um, yeah, one of the first things I wrote down in my notes is, it's always Pippin. The, the placement of the title card is interesting. Um, yeah. I... I would have expected the title card to be, I don't know. Well, because in Two Towers... It's been it's been with, uh, it was with Frodo in the first one. Yeah. In the theatrical. And the theatrical Two Towers one is with Frodo and Sam? It pans up. I can't remember if it's theatrical or not. The extended is the one where it pans across and you see them climbing the rock. Okay. That's the extended Two Towers one. So it must be with Frodo and Sam. I think it's with um, just another weird background um, shot. Yeah, it's when they uh coming up over the hill, I think. Okay. I think it's coming up over the hill with Frodo and Sam. And then I, I understand the instinct to have your title card with the titular king. Yep. Um, but it's interesting that we see them riding through the forest and then it pans up and then it's just like a really pretty background shot. Yeah, and it says Return of the King kind of over the trees and you can see yeah. Isengard. So... I'm I'm interested because I do not remember for the life of me where that is in the extended. So I'm interested to like compare and contrast the two. Yeah, I'm trying. I can't remember where it because is. Because I like the title card for theatrical fellowship more than the extended. Where I'm the other way. I love the, the title card in Bilbo's study. Oh my god. No, that shot with Frodo under the tree, it's perfect. Mm. I'm, I just love concerning hobbits. I know you do. Like, it's so good. It's just good. <laughs> Uh, let's see. But, like, the title card for Two two Towers, like, neither I'm, I'm is... I'm partic- ambivalent about yeah, it. Yeah, neither is, like, particularly memorable. Yeah, so I'm interested to see where it falls in the extended for Return of the King. I think the best the best one so far is 
um, yeah. theatrical I, fellowship. I just I just kind of want to read down my, like, one-sentence notes that sure. I wrote down for this movie. So, I wrote, Return of the King. That music when Smeagol strangles Deagle, though. Because <laughs> it just kind of, like, I don't know, man. It get, The drum beat gets, like, really intense, and, like, most of the other music falls away. It's like, prosthetic Gollum is effing creepy. <laughs> is Sam lying about having enough food for the journey home? It's always Pippin. Nice mirror to the opening scene. Fool of a Took. Aragorn knocked out by Palantir. <laughs> Cross. I get crossing the Delaware vibes from the way the orcs attack Osgiliath. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, Aragorn's mad dash across Rohan. Gondor calls for aid. I was not anticipating watching a bunch of guys light stuff on fire be as exciting as it was. You know? Dude, I love the beacon scene. It's so good. Like, the music is perfect. Uh, the music makes that scene. Yeah. Uh, this works much now better all than... Of China knows you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this works, works much better than because they love you. These are the, the distance apart between my notes grew as I was watching the movie. Yeah. Uh, so many funny extras in Minas Tirith. That tumor orc is a badass. <laughs> Shelob can pierce Mithril with her stinger. Um, debatable. Uh, we'll get into that, I think. I think that's, that's uh, the source of an when, episode or when two. When Theoden started his speech, I just wrote down, death! Death! <laughs> oh my god. Uh... Gandalf totally kills Denethor. <laughs> Aragorn's speech. It is not this day. Merry and Pippin are the first to follow Aragorn in battle. Well, yeah, for Frodo. Uh, fade to black once, twice, a map transition, and then the final credits like ten minutes later. It's a fade to black, a fade to white. Yeah. Which is different. Yeah. And then a map transition. You know what? I know people joke about how many endings this movie has, not even getting into the extended. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't care. No, the thea- at least in the theatrical, it doesn't really feel like a like a slog. I wasn't anticipating ugly crying like six times throughout this movie. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Uh, 13 months to the day, return to Shire. Yep. Four years since Weathertop. Yeah. So, like, that's where my notes end. I'm just like... I stopped taking notes for a little while during the battle. I only have bad underwater sequ- sequence, as is tradition. Smeagol's voice with, like, three exclamation points. Um, title card. Aw, gambling. Um, but, <laughs> well, the, when, when He's sitting next to Aragorn in the victory. When he says, hail, and he drinks in memory of the people who've fallen, I'm just like, oh, he's remembering his bro Homa. I think it's I think it's cool that Gambling is sitting next to Aragorn in their like victory hall celebration. Uh, he's the king's right hand man now. Yeah. Um there's a like I don't know why the lawn in Minas Tirith is looks like a helicopter landing pad, but I'm sure we'll talk <laughs> about that later. And so the Nazgul know where to go. Gondor theme with a heart and two Wilhelm squeam, screams, question mark. And then I stopped taking notes because I was enjoying the movie. Yeah. For it, like, there's a couple of things that I'm just, like, really stuck out to me. Just, like, the, the attack of Osgiliath, like, really feeling like it's referencing the crossing of the Delaware is one of the things that really, like struck me as weird. Do we want to get into Faramir briefly? Yeah, let's talk about Faramir a little. He's really not in this movie very much. Yeah. Uh, but like John Noble's performance, I think his performance as Faramir in this movie is a little more memorable. It's 
it's especially stark, the contrast from this movie to the previous one. Um, because I don't feel, I get it, it underscores to me that I don't feel like they got the right tone for Faramir in Two Towers. Mm. Uh, because this Faramir in Return of the King is closer to flashback Faramir than any of that other stuff. And I don't know if we'll get into whether or not we think that's intentional or if it was just like, you know, the script is what it is. Yeah. The situation is what it is. I'm not sure if I feel like it underscores that maybe most of that stuff in Two Towers is a, is a front when he is away from his father to like be strong. I mean, it just underscores to me that I'm unhappy with it. (laughs) Is there not a captain here with the courage to do the will of the Oh my god, and Pippin's like, what the hell kind of weird family drama did I just wander into? (laughs) You wish now that I had died instead of him. Yes, Yes, I wish wish that. that. (laughs) And Pippin's just like, oh god, what did I get myself into? (laughs) It's like, oh no, this is just like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh, also we name drop uh, Pippin's uh, dad's name in this movie. Yeah. Peregrine, son of Paladin. Yep. Which is interesting hearing... I don't know. John Noble can say anything and it just sounds amazing. But like... Like amazing and full of venom? Yeah. I release you now, Peregrine, son of Paladin. I love that his dad's name's Paladin. I mean, I've been playing a lot of D&D, so like... Paladin now is just like, oh yeah, that that stuck-up class. But like... (laughs) It's like, go now and die in whatever way you see fit. Oh my god. See... Everyone is so overdramatic, and it just, I love it. Fall back! Abandon your post! Oh my god. Gandalf whacks him in the face. I love Gandalf, like, everyone retreating, and then Gandalf zooms by on the horse, and he's like, nope, and then they all follow him. They're all like, I'll follow that guy. (laughs) I also love the, um, we'll get into the architecture of Gondor more, I'm sure, but, like, the contrast between... The Great Hall of, of um, Edoras and the Great Hall of Minas Tirith. Right, yeah. All these statues that look like weird, not quite Aragorns. Right. <laughs> it's like, huh, maybe this guy is the king. It's like, who's that guy? <laughs> huh. Well, that's my great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> right? Uh, that guard guarding the beacon that just looks up like, what? <laughs> like, oh no. I'm fired. <laughs> Denethor is gonna throw me on that. Haha, <laughs> literally fired. <laughs> hey, do you feel? I feel like that's Denethor's preferred way of getting rid of people. Just lighting them on fire. But yeah, I feel like. How quick was he to just be like, "Burn Faramir, <laughs> oil and wood." It's like, oh my god. And they just go. They just go. Like they just have this stuff. Like they're just ready to go. That is one thing. I yeah. The the Denethor not not knowing why Denethor is going crazy. It like works okay, but knowing that it exists, I'm just like, oh, that's a thing that should probably have stayed in the main cut. Yeah. Yeah. Because they find the Palantir after he's dead in the in the, the extended. Mm. They're just like, oh, hey, we found this. <laughs> that explains that. No wonder this guy was going crazy. And they, they I mean... He's got a one-way ticket to crazy town. <laughs> yep. He's, he's on the crazy train. Choo-choo. This, uh, because they set it up in the extended, you know, I have seen it. Yeah. 
And like so they even set it up in the theatrical. Do you think the eyes of the White Tower are blind? Well, no. And then he, um, that random guard is just like, it is our doom, as 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 Denethor has foreseen. And then Gandalf's like, yeah, done, seen, and done nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, just boom. Everyone's so sassy in this oh, movie. Oh, it's so good. Especially Gollum. <laughs> oh, oh man, how he's sneaking about. Fat Hobbit is so polite. And he talks for a little while. It's just like, what were you doing then? Sneaking. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Gollum is so funny. This is still... I was I was a little concerned that... Or not concerned, but I was interested to see whether or not Fellowship would eclipse my love of this movie, and it in fact has not. So... Like, Fellowship is... I mean, my favorite of the movies is Two Towers, and then... Wow, really? It's always hard, it's always hard for me to be like, Return of the King, Fellowship... Return of the King. Because, like, Fellowship is just... Return of the King and Fellowship are both just really fun movies. Mm. And then, like, with real heavy stuff in the middle. I... Heavy stuff in the middle? Of the of the movie itself. Like, because in, in Fellowship, it's like, you got all the... the Gandalf dies. Yeah. Just, oh, Balrog. Oh, look. Look at all this fallen dwarven civilization. What do you mean about, like, heavy? Like, plot-wise? And then return... Or, no, like, like, thematically, like, like or thematically, emotionally. Thematically and emotionally. Because, okay. like, Return of the King is just like, Thanos dead. Uh, you want to watch uh, this woman say Thay- goodbye to basically her dad? Theoden, Theoden's death, though, if we hadn't spent so much time in Two Towers with him, Theoden's death, I think, would have been sadder for me. Which seems like it's the opposite. But, like, Theoden has proven himself as both a leader and a warrior and a, like, a provider for this like poor girl and yeah. then he's just like you know i i have proven myself worthy i'm yeah and when he leaves he expects not just him but also aomer to go die yeah because, because he, he leaves eowyn you're in charge i remember us talking about the how how the the rights of rulership fell in rohan right. and i guess he could just do whatever the heck he wanted yeah like I mean, the decree of the king should take precedence regardless in a, in a monarchy. Yeah, but tell that to, like, what, how many years of war? Yeah, you know. <laughs> in, like, English royalty? You know, whatever. You know, the War of the Roses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, he expects him and Amor to just go die. Like, we are unnumbered. We can't win. And Thaden's like, you're right. We can't. Eowyn? <laughs> just, just... You'll be an awesome ruler. Peace. And she's just like, What? He's like, no, I'm going, I'm going to. <laughs> Which one? What the hell happens to Rohan if all three of you die, you idiot? I know. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Eowyn. Like, come on. Also, like, when they're when the Oliphants show up, Eowyn kills one by herself. Hell yeah, she does. <laughs> like. My girl. Like. I mean, so does Legolas. That means. Yeah, but Legolas is an elf. She is on par. With Legolas. Or that is just like a sickly Oliphant. Like, three people kill an Oliphant basically by themselves in the, in this movie. Aomer, Eowyn, and Legolas. badass. Also, just blondes doing all the work. That's legit Carl Urban flipping that spear in his hand. Oh my god. Now that you've said that. That's legit like Carl Urban flipping that spear. God, that's so hot. That's not a stunt guy. I feel bad that Amber has, like, two lines in this movie. Yeah. 
But he's such a he's still such a presence. It is not his heart that I doubt. That just is, the reach of his arm. Right? Oh my god, you sassy hoe. They're like, all so sassy. <laughs> Everyone. It's amazing. I love it. The energy of this is so different, and I'm really excited to like deep dive into it. Um I this forgot is really how, interesting to me. I forgot how soon in the movie Ar- Arwen has her weird baby vision. Yeah, it's like immediately. Just like, you lied to me, Dad. I wanted her to slap him. Right? I was like, slap him, slap him. Because I didn't remember how it went down. Just... Your hands are so your hands are cold. The light of the Eldar is leaving you. <laughs> oh man. The, uh... Yeah, man. But yeah, Eowyn and Aomer both kill Oliphants by themselves. Like Because Aomer's just like, I'm gonna hit that guy steering this damn thing. Aomer has the crazy trick shot with the spear. Eowyn has, of course, her, like, dramatic rip off the helmet and say, I am no man. After Mary, just, after Mary stabs the witch king in the leg. And then just, like, yeah, Mary hamstrings, hamstrings him for her. So she's just like, ah! And then, um, like, everyone, everyone is so dramatic. Like, Arwen, like, turns around and just gallops away, leaving one half of the Flight of the Concords behind her. And then, like, I'm pretty sure that's him. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's Brett. But, like... And then she like runs into Revendell and then just like tosses off of her off her velvet coat and then just like you just scurries up the stairs and then like Denethor with his giant saggy sleeves just like oh the way a- the way that he like ruffles his sleeves yes, down before, before he starts eating, eating lunch it's just like oh that looks so luxurious so good. <laughs> Like, holy crap, everyone is so extra in this it's movie. It's so good. I'm, so, I'm gonna, we're gonna have so much fun. There's like, there's this other moment too, like with Theoden, before he dies, when the Nazgul lands and goes to grab him. Yeah. He looks at it and takes a deep breath, like, there is nothing I can do. I am at peace. And then he gets tossed like a ragdoll. Oh. He should not have been breathing. I feel because bad he for tumbled. all those CGI horses yeah. that die in this movie. Oh, man. With the oliphants and everything. But, like, yeah. the way that Theoden on his horse tumbles, mm. he should be just dead. There's just no, no, no dying beautifully off, on screen. He's a sturdy 76-year-old, dude. Yeah, man. No kidding. He's the line of kings. I love how both Denethor and Theoden in the first part of this movie are just like, why should they come help us? Why would we help them? I mean, Theoden... But Theoden isn't serious, or, like, he comes off as serious, but... Uh, We will talk about that. I don't... I think he had every intention of going if Gondor called for aid. He just had no hope, no faith that they would. Oh, I see. Because his whole thing was just like, you know, where was Gondor when the Westfold fell? Like, and then now he's victorious. He should be like, yeah, okay. Well, not really, but... 6,000 spears, less than half of what I had hoped for. Yeah, what about, okay, we'll, we'll talk about that, but, like, the mustering scene, and they're talking about, like, the different, like, areas, and then that area that just doesn't show up. Yeah. Are they, like, excommunicated from Rohan? Well, I mean, maybe they're just a place that Saruman's army is just totally wrecked. Are they, like, cursed, like, the crazy ghost army that lives in the mountain, magically? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, whatever. With, with his dying breath, does he curse them? And Eowyn's just like, oh man, now no, I got la- my own ghost army. His last word is Eowyn. Yeah, I know. I was making it a joke. No, he doesn't curse them. I think it. I think that's just supposed to be like some of the reality of what Saruman's army did mm, is yeah. just kind of like 
being shown without yeah. being told. That's fair. We must gather at Dunharrow. We shall leave in three days. Because, like, they make such a big deal about these dudes not showing up and call and when Isildur calls in his debt. And then, like, we literally have this whole quadrant of Rohan that's just like, nah, yeah. we're good. Yeah, we're... We're nope. just not... We're busy that day? Um, and gambling is the one that's, like, going out to get people. Gambling and Amor. Gambling and Amor, and he sends another guy, too, but I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't even know if he says the guy's name. I think he does. It's like, you, do this. Yeah, yeah man. The, um... There's just... Also, Eowyn must be, like, actually quite strong. That's also something else that, like, I noticed in this movie. The way that she's, like, scoops Mary up with one arm. Yeah. Like, and he's armored. Unless... Unless... <laughs> Lord of the Rings halflings canonically weigh as much as D&D halflings. Which makes no sense. You're like three and a half feet tall. How much do you weigh? 40 pounds. Okay. I mean, that's how much toddlers weigh. Yeah, but like, I don't, but they're not adult Stupid bodied. Habits. But they're not adult bodied with developed muscles. Yeah, but they're like three feet tall. But like, just to do that one armed and scoop him up in front of her while he's also wearing armor and a cloak and a weapon. She kills the Witch King, man. Have some frickin' respect. And then, like, she's strong enough to cut the hide on the Oliphant when she runs by. When she rides by. I mean, some of that's the momentum of the horse, for right. sure. She just keeps her blades really sharp. But, like, she hamstrings both, all four legs on the Oliphant. It's a movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, the movie, she's quite strong. Yeah. It's quite cool. It's quite cool. <laughs> uh, Gandalf in this movie is just fed up with everyone. Oh, my God. Just he's, like everyone, he's so good. I I love his white vest that is part of his outfit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that? Where'd that come from? I don't think you had that in the last movie. <laughs> I raided Saruman's closet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like this movie just leaves Saruman there. Yeah, well, they're just like Treebeard, guard this, and there he shall remain. Dot dot dot. Are you are you sure? Like. Yeah. Uh, there's no point in killing him. He's got no power. Treebeard, guard this guy. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that scene is, like, less than two minutes to extend it. Like, I mean, I guess it adds up, but... It does add up. Clearly, it adds up, Norman. <laughs> I mean, it adds up, but, like, at the same time, you just leave a plot thread in a movie like that. Why? It's... I don't know. Whatever. Because the threat of Saruman is no more. Because they des- they, they destroyed their army. His army. I don't know. It just... That one feels like him... just leaving it. Well, we'll talk about it when... when... You know, that happens. Yeah, when we're when we're talking about it in detail. Wormtongue's betrayal. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of fun watching this for the first time. It was not as, like, aggravating as... No, not even aggravating. Like, I don't know if I liked the Two Towers theatrical one. It's missing too much. And, like, the, the Fellowship Extended is so ingrained in my essence now that I'm just, like, aside from the... <laughs> the title card and like you know a couple things but i think this this one this one works for me i was surprised at how fast it felt like this movie goes by yeah this one works for me there's fighting going on for over half the runtime of this movie yeah that's gonna be a slog it's just there's just fighting going on for like so much of this movie i also forgot how much how much they really kind of fake you out on if frodo's gonna get away from the big spider Mm, it's like surprise i know i was just like wait did this just did this get cut out? Is this all in the extended? And then she's just like, here I am. Just, oh, hey. Hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> but like, which which hello does she start singing? Is it is it Adele's hello? 
I mean, it's that's me? the one I was. Or doing. is it? Or is it? Um, what's his name? Uh, Lionel Richie. Hello. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? I mean, clearly not. <laughs> yeah, but that's what makes it funny. Oh. <laughs> Just. Uh, Are we going to talk about sexy spider lady when that comes? Oh, probably. Okay. Also, like Shelob is cl- shown as being clearly quite intelligent. Mm-hmm. Because she straight up tricks Frodo to turn around. Yep. Knocks a rock down over here, and then Frodo turns around. Sting. Beep. Gotcha. You stupid little dope. I'm gonna eat you for dinner. <laughs> oh, man. And then Sam stepping into frame. So mm. good. So good. Sam made me cry. Yeah? Yeah, like five times, the little bastard. Dude, like, go home, Sam. Ugh. When, um... You know, like, I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. Like, just ugly yeah. crying. I had to, like, pause the movie. And then when um, they're sitting in the middle of, of everything burning, and Sam's just talking about how, like, you know, if there was one person I'd marry, I'd marry her. And I'm just, like, crying. Oh, dude, no, no. The thing that made me cry, like, across all that, like, because I was prepared for the, I can't carry it for you, I can carry you. Yeah. And I was prepared for them, like, lying there surrounded by the lava and everything, but it's... Do you remember the Shire, Mr. Frodo? Mm. That was the thing that got me. Oh, man. That's such a good monologue. Then let us be rid of it. <sighs> but, uh, Thaden's speech or Aragorn's speech? I'm biased, dude. You're bi- I'm biased, too. <laughs> this is like a moot point. Arise, riders of Thaden! Uh, it is not this day. Hello. Return oh, of the frickin' king, baby. Oh, man. Just, death! Death! <laughs> oh, man. The Ro- the Rohirrim just charging through the orcs like a hot knife through butter is just so satisfying. Well, and I love the... All the reaction shots of the orcs just terrified. I love the way that that scene is put together because the, the Rohirrim have the element of surprise and the orcs are like, uh, what is this? And then, like... The, the, the and orc. then they start screaming death, and the orcs are just like, oh no. Oh god, <laughs> you, know, you guys don't pay me enough for this. And then they just run, and then they regroup. And so, like, the Rohirrim are victorious for this charge, and then they turn around, and there's giant elephants, and they're like, oh And Theoden's just like, come on guys, we're going. God damn it. Theoden is just like, I can never catch a break. All right. <laughs> I mean, he knew what he was getting into. Oh, yeah. He when his it. man is... When... when uh, I can't... I, is it gambling? I think it's gambling. He says, we we don't stand a chance. We can't win. Yeah. And Theoden's just like, no, we won't. But we will die in... We will die with, with we honor. We will die gloriously. <laughs> yes. And then the rest of the men are just like, yes. He just, like, spray paints his mouth and just screams about I have awaited! <laughs> just Bernard Hill doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of the energy Theoden has the whole movie. Yeah. Aragorn, too, but to, like, a lesser extent. The deep breath before the plunge. Gandalf is just Mad Max the whole time because he's so done with everyone's bullcrap. <laughs> he smashes Denethor in the face with his staff. Like, twice. And then when, then when Pippin comes to get Gandalf and he shows up, he shows up on Shadowfags. And ki- and Shadowfax kicks Denethor into the fire. <laughs> Gandalf kills Denethor, or Shadowfax. Shadowfax does, he's just a murderous is horse. a sentient being. It's a murderous horse. <laughs> Shadowfax is the lord of all horses. Shadowfax is like that talking horse in over the garden wall. <laughs> I want to steal things. 
He can do what he wants. I want to steal. <laughs> but in this case, it's he can do what he wants. I want to murder. <laughs> well, Shadowfax, my lad. Okay. <laughs> like, that. Like when I was watching the movie, like, as soon as it happened, I was just... Gandalf, Natural bloodlust. Gandalf Jesus. kills Denethor. <laughs> I, we will go into detail on that. Also, that's like... can you imagine... If they had showed you Denethor's entire run. Oh my god. That's that's like the longer than the length of a football field. You just keep editing it. And you so can you just... see him fall in the background as it zooms out. You can see the little light yep. of the fire. Yep. But it cuts before it gets to like the ground. Yeah. And like even though it's so far away. Well, it falls it, behind a building. Then it's just gone. But like, <laughs> oh man. It just <laughs> well, it's like that vine. <laughs> that vine of, of Saruman falling into space forever. <laughs> Just like, I was... It's it's so funny, though, the way that they cut that the Denethor. The way they cut the Denethor run is so funny. <laughs> Goes out the door, and then it immediately cuts to him, like, 15 feet from the edge of the thing. It's just like... What? <laughs> um... Is there anything else that we want to talk about with regards to the theatrical that we that won't be its own episode going forward? <laughs> I don't know. I was really conscious overall of the times in this movie where they decided to let the soundtrack the the score fall out. Because mm. there's like there's like four where the score just falls completely out of the movie, like with Theoden, with like just before the the fade out and the eagle show up. I think there's one at the Black Gate. Right after uh, Sauron dies, um, probably. So there's there's a there's a handful of places in the movie where the score just drops out because I mean there's there's just death in this movie. Yes. I also love that troll at the Black Gate just running for his life. <laughs> he is probably the only thing that survives. Oh my god! Get out of my way! He's a, oh no! I love that the ground just cracks so conveniently around the in forces such a of way. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just Sauron killing his men out of spite because he died. I don't think so. I think it's movie magic. No, it's Saruman's spite. Uh, his malice. His will to dominate all life. My my favorite part of this movie is still my favorite part of the trilogy. Pippin's song? Yes. Um, I don't want to get into it because I will sit here for like an hour talking about yeah. it. And I want to save it. We have no songs fit for great halls and evil Shh, times. Quiet, you. I just really like Denethor's response to that. He's like, why should your songs not be fit for my halls? Quiet, you. I just said I didn't want so to good. get into it. We don't have to get into it. Don't mention but it. you're quoting the movie. Because I like it. What is your favorite part of, of the theatrical? Um, Arise, Riders of Phantom. <laughs> the, the last ride of the Rohirrim. Yeah, okay. That's predictable. <laughs> like, I, I feel on. a little dumb. I was going to say, like... You know, my friends, you're about to know one, or like, I can't carry Oh, no, that always makes me cry. I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. And it still did. My friends, you're about to know one. Like, I knew it was coming, and I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, same. Oh, no. I was no. just like, I was not expecting it, because like, every There's time- the Arwen you, kiss. Every time you talk about it, you get really teary-eyed, and it's really adorable. But like, when when that that happened, and I was anticipating it, I was just like, oh, heck. <laughs> just crying. <laughs> I also love- how Mary, the look on Mary's face in particular is like the dopey, nervous smile because everyone is paying attention to him. Yeah. It's like, uh, when they for are... those that watch anime, it's like Deku's student ID in My Hero <laughs> Academia. 
when they're saying goodbye at the Grey Havens and Pippin starts crying into Frodo and Gandalf, I'm just like, oh my god! And I was like crying. Right. Oh, that's the thing too. Like the Grey Haven, where it's so long before we get there. Um, I really like how there seems to be like a youthful energy ener- energy infused in Bilbo when it comes to getting on the boat. Mm. I think I'm ready for one last adventure. Yeah. Which also makes me a little teary-eyed every time I see it. Because I love Bilbo. It's such a good moment that Elrond is like, come, my old friend. Even though, you know, as far as we know, Bilbo's only interacted with Elrond, you know, once on his way to the Lonely Mountain and then just stayed there. Bilbo was living in his house for like... 13 months? Like, I mean... In the book, like eighteen years, twenty yeah, years—it's a long time. No, it's been—it's been four days. It's been four years. So, oh, yeah. Bilbo's been, been there like, a while, like twenty-something years. Yeah, yeah, but like in the in the context of the movie, without that, at least five. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Like the end of this movie does more for the timeline of this of of this of the than, story, and then anywhere else. Thirteen months to the day since we left the show. Rosie still doesn't say a single goddamn thing, and I'm angry about it. But we'll get there. She, yeah, I know. She doesn't. She still doesn't say anything other than you know, happy you're home or whatever at the very end. Oh, I like two little babies. I, I like that the last word, the last line of the movie is "I'm back." Yeah, because it's there and back again. Right. A Hobbit's tale. <laughs> One thing that I've never caught because you know I didn't used to look at movies this way. Is the last two pages in the book that Frodo is writing, he's writing about Mary Pippin and Sam. Yeah. He's writing stuff about them. And on the the, the page that's just a little at the top is, uh, what is there to say about good old Sam? Aww. Is like right at the top of the page. Yeah. And like, it's about him finally having the courage to ask Rosie to marry him. Mm-hmm. Is like the thing that he wrote down about <laughs> Sam. And that's adorable. <laughs> Like, I think that's really cool, because I never really, like, noticed what Frodo was writing before. Yeah. It's just like, oh, hey. Aw, <laughs> you're real, bro. It's just like, oh, what is there to say about good good old Sam? But as far as the three theatrical goes, I think I enjoyed this one the most. Um, I th- This one benefits overall the least from the extended material. Yeah. But it has the most in it, doesn't it? Uh, Two Towers has the most stuff added in. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And this We'll have one, to look at runtimes versus runtimes. Yeah. And, but, cause all the stuff in this one that's extended scenes are either like small moments of celebration, a couple of character moments that are very short, and then a hand, a few things that just kind of add a little more context to scenes. Mm. But there's, there's not anything like the the flashback in Two Towers. The Mouth of Sauron is completely not there. Yeah, but that is that's also just more context for like Aragorn's speech and attitude. That's true. Like at the Black Gate, like it's not like the flashback, which like recontextualizes a character's entire relationship yeah. with other characters in the movie. <laughs> right. Like there's nothing like that in this in this one. I feel like there's a little bit more with the Ghost Army that's cut. Like those yeah, I remember. I think those moments are a little more extended. Um, there's I, there's a little more stuff in the Great Hall and around Rohan. I think there's a, a handful of extended stuff around the the mustering grounds in Dunharrow. Mm. But other than other everything, Aowen is wearing in this movie is like I want to be wearing it. By the way, like <laughs> oh, and this movie has the scene I always think is in Two Towers of Aowen standing in the white dress. Oh. She's wearing a white dress in Two Towers. Yeah, but, like, that particular shot when we first see Edoras in this oh, movie, uh, I always think is, like, the shot you first see of Eowyn. 
because it's so it's just so if, stuck in my brain yeah. associated with her. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's a thing. That that was one of the things I was just like, oh, there it is. <laughs> well, I think I think that wraps up our theatrical coverage of this movie. Yeah. We'll be back sometime in the new year. If you're listening to us on the main feed, we'll be back very soon. In the meantime, uh, Patreon listeners who we love and appreciate, uh, I think that we're going to take an actual little bit of hiatus. We're going to like come back after the new year with more um, editions of Second Breakfast. We have a couple of, of fun little collaborative stuff in the works, um, so that'll be cool. And we'll... Probably get more into the Silmarillion because I am interested in reading more of that and also, contextualizing like the mythology of Gondor before we really like get into Gondor. Yeah, and I I've picked up a couple of other books that I want to read through to like yeah. talk about some of the stuff in. Yeah. So, um, and I'm not quite sure the release schedule for that, but I'm thinking every other week is a good goal to shoot for. Yeah. So that'll be our New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. To try to give you something on the Patreon feed at least every other yes, weekend. because we do appreciate your support and your listenership and sticking with us, not only through this slightly tipsy review, but also through, like, the whole first two seasons of uh, this show. So we love and appreciate you guys. I uh, hope everyone has a happy holidays, and we will be back in the new year with more stuff. Yeah, and hopefully by the end of Return of the King, we're not quite as dirty as Frodo and Sam. I don't know, man. After after that last episode of Two Towers, I just wanted a nap in a shower. <laughs> Dude, like, they wake up in this movie in what looks like a sewer culvert. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to it. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back next time. Bye. Bye. Genre.